Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled Raindrops of Blessings. Black Death was a devastating global epidemic of bubonic plague that struck Europe and Asia in the mid-1300s. The plague arrived in Europe in October 1347 when 12 ships from the Black Sea docked at the Sicilian port of Messina. People gathered on the docks were met with horrifying surprise. 
Most sailors aboard the ship were dead, and those still alive were gravely ill and covered in black boils. Sicilian authorities hastily ordered the fleet of death ships out of the harbor, but it was too late. Over the next five years, the Black Death would kill more than 20 million people in Europe, almost one-third of the continent's population. Today, scientists understand that the Black Death, now known as the plague, is spread by a bacillus which travels through the air as well as through the bite of an infected fleas and rats. Both of these pests could be found almost everywhere in medieval Europe, but they were particularly at home aboard ships of all kinds, which is how the plague made its way through one European port city after another. But in medieval Europe, no one knew exactly how the Black Death was transmitted from one to another, and no one knew how to prevent or treat it. Physicians relied on crude and unsophisticated techniques, such as bloodletting and lancing. Meanwhile, healthy people did all they could to avoid the sick. Doctors did not see their patients, and shopkeepers closed their stores. Many people fled to the countryside, but even there, there was no safety from the dreaded disease. Because they did not understand the disease, many people thought the Black Death was a kind of divine punishment for sins against God, such as greed and blasphemy and heresy, fornication and worldliness. By this logic, the only way to overcome the plague was to win God's forgiveness. Some believe that the only way to do this was to purge their communities of heretics and troublemakers. Many people who had avoided the sickness of the Black Death now found themselves in grave danger from their neighbors and countrymen. You may be asking yourself, how did the Black Death end? Does it still exist? The Black Death epidemic had run its course by the early 1350s, but the plague reappears every few generations for centuries. Modern sanitation and public health practices have greatly mitigated the impact of the disease, but it has not fully eliminated it. While we now have many antibiotics to treat Black Death, according to the World Health Organization, there are still 1,000 to 3,000 cases every year. Listen now as Larry Grable sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Never Walk Alone. stretched out open wide barely hanging on to life left to suffer on your own you came for all mankind to bridge the great divide and somehow ended up alone Because of all the blood and tears you shed I will never know that kind of loneliness 
Your spirit never leaves me Even when I'm hurting I don't have to bear that burden on my own You carried all the pain And buried all the shame When you made that rugged tree A righteous Because of you, I'll never walk alone. You came here as a man, I know you understand what it's like to walk these roads. But my problems don't compare to that crown you had to wear. Still you take them as your own. Because of all the blood and tears you shed, I will never know that kind of loneliness. Your spirit never leaves me Even when I'm hurting I don't have to bear that burden on my own You carried all the pain And buried all the shame When you made that rugged tree A righteous throne Because of you, I'll never walk alone. You carried all the pain and buried all the shame when. You made that rugged tree a righteous throne. Because of you, I'll never walk alone. Lord, because of you, I'll never walk alone. I'll never walk You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for our services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We have resumed our 7 p.m. Wednesday night Bible study and prayer meeting, and we will be resuming our Sunday evening fellowship hour in the near future. 
Since these plans can ever be changing, we encourage you to call the church office at 942-2131 if you have any questions concerning our church services. We invite you to listen or to watch the services which we have always provided. Our services are on Facebook, Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m., and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website, www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14, and there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. Listen now as Chiz Ryder plays for us in the trumpet this wonderful song, The Trumpet of Jesus.
the Black Death has not been the only disease to plague the world. Smallpox, cholera, the Russian flu, the Asian flu, the Spanish flu, H1N1, Ebola, as well as other pathogens have made their devastating presence known throughout the world, reaching the small aboriginal colonies in Australia to nearly annihilating the mighty Aztec and Inca empires in Mexico. These disease pandemics, whether caused by a bacterium or a virus, are undoubtedly the scariest, most terrifying times a generation of people can endure. Unlike our ancestors in these modern times, where we have health protocols in place and many drugs available to combat diseases, we have difficulty understanding how something like the coronavirus or COVID-19 could ever get a foothold in our country. But it did. In James 4.14, we learn that our lives are but a vapor, here and gone. Are you ready to face eternity today? Do you know where your death will take you? The Lord Jesus Christ died for your sins and mine. Believe on his death, burial, and resurrection to save you from the penalty of death. Accept his plan of salvation today. Listen to the words of this lovely song as Larry Grable, John and Penny Harris, and Cheryl Howman sing for us, No One Ever Cared for Me Like Jesus. Jesus, since I found in him a friend so strong and true, I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. There's no Oh, 
Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the reward seat of believers versus a great white throne judgment. Many individuals' religions either teach or have a wrong biblical concept of the coming judgment. These individuals or religions believe and teach that all mankind will be judged according to their works, that there will be only one general day of judgment. If their good works outweigh their bad works, they will be rewarded heaven. And if their bad works outweigh their good works, they will go to some other place or will cease to exist. Those beliefs are absolutely incorrect and unequivocally biblically erroneous. There's a difference between the reward seat of believers and the great white throne judgment. The reward seat of the believers, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11 through verse 13. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And if any man build upon this foundation a gold and silver and precious stone and wood and hay and stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. The great white throne judgment is found in Revelation chapter 20, and I like to read verse 11 through verse 13. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. Another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man, according to their works. So there's an absolute difference between the reward seat, the bema seat of the believer, and the great white throne judgment. Concerning the reward seat of the believer, some of the main scriptural references is Romans chapter 14, verse 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through verse 10, In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9 through verse 15. Only believers saved during the dispensation of grace will appear at the judgment seat of Christ, the reward seat. The unsaved, the unbeliever, will not appear before the judgment seat of Christ as they have no part of it. The goal is the rewards for believer and not gaining access into heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 and 25. Knowing not that they which run the race, run all, but one receives the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every one that striveth for the mastery is tempered in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. At the original Greek Olympic Games, the winner of an event received a corruptible crown. It was a corruptible crown because it was a crown that was made of garland and flowers and leaves and those things would simply perish this corruptible crown was placed on the head of the victor of a specific event there is a comparison between the greek athlete a corruptible crown and the believer and an incorruptible crown if these athletes can train and do all this for a corruptible crown we as believers should do this for an incorruptible crown 
These works will be revealed by fire, judgment. It's gold and silver and precious stones versus wood, hay and stubble, 1 Corinthians 3.12. If they are burned up, it is a loss of reward and not a loss of salvation, as believers are eternally secure in Christ. If the works remain, the believer will receive a reward and incorruptible crown. The reward seat of Christ will take place following the rapture of the church, the body of Christ, when we meet the Lord in the air. And the crowns include the crown of rejoicing, 1 Thessalonians 2.19. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming, involving evangelism, soul winning, the crown of righteousness, 2 Timothy 4.8. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. And as we read earlier, 1 Corinthians 9.25, an incorruptible crown. These at the Greek games were doing it for something that was corruptible because those garland and the and the flowers would die off. They would perish. This is an incorruptible crown. And so there's an absolute difference. And again, like I said, the unsaved world, the religious world thinks that there's this one coming day of judgment and that you will be judged, and that at that point you'll be decided by God where you're going, whether heaven or hell or some other place where you will not cease to exist. That's not what the Word of God talks about. So we've laid the foundation to show you that there's a difference between the reward seat for the believer. If you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, this is your judgment. It's for reward. It's not to decide the issue of going to heaven. And the great white throne judgment is not to decide about going to heaven. We will talk about that next week. It's a judgment of their works, and their works are going to be judged. And the issue is degrees of eternal punishment. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? The only way of salvation, the only way, is by faith alone in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you've never trusted Him, won't you trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late in your life? been listening to Joy in the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my name.